Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. In this segment, in our neighborhood spotlight, we've got Berkshire Manor in Alpharetta. Should you start your home search today, or is now a bad time to start a home search? And Joro Spiders, where are they now? I don't know if you remember, but last year we had Joro Spiders, these big yellow things, making these gigantic webs. Uh, almost a little bit overwhelming when you see one. Don't forget, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can challenge anything we say. If you want to, you can share your ideas with us. We love that, as a matter of fact. And you can ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love nothing more than for you to be a podcast subscriber. For those of you who listen to the show regularly, you know that each week we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes over the last few years to let you know as a seller or a as a homeowner in the neighborhood how you might have a particular advantage in the market today. This week's neighborhood is Berkshire Manor in Alpharetta, which is in Fulton County. From 400 take exit 9 onto Haynes Bridge Road East, the neighborhood is on the left. Use Berkshire Manor Drive to enter. In 2020, there's about 275 homes in the neighborhood. In 2020, 18 homes sold. The average sales price was $248,944. They ranged from a low of $186,000 up to a high of $291,000. The sales price to list price ratio was 98.54%. In 2021, there were 17 homes sold. You would think in that neighborhood there'd be closer to 20 or 21, and they've been 18 and 17. Average sales price, $302,000. as a $54,000 price increase year over year. The low price was $261,000. The high price, $355,500. The average sales price to list price ratio was 101.7%, meaning the average home seller sold their home for 1.7% more than the home was listed for. Year-to-date this year, eight homes sold. So it's a little slower than the 18 and the 17 sold in 2020 and 2021. Who knows what the remainder of this year will show, though. Average sales price, $359,000, $57,000 price increase. 2022 over 2021 then $54,000, 54000 57000 2022 to 2021, 54000 2021 to 2020. Low sales price, 325000 The high sales price, $391,000. Average home in the neighborhood sold for 6.6% more than it was listed for. Sales price to list price ratio, 106.6. There's currently three homes available for sale in the neighborhood at a Average list price of three hundred and forty-seven thousand is a little less than the average sales price over the twenty twenty-two period. They range from a low of three thirty-nine nine to a high of three hundred and fifty-four thousand dollars. We have three point two seven months worth of supply available in that subdivision. For those who are confused by months of supply, it basically means if you take the number of sales that took place over the last twelve months and you divided it into a monthly number. 
that based on that rate of sales in the neighborhood, it would take 3.27 months for all of the inventory in the neighborhood that's currently listed. There's three of them to be sold. There were there's there were 11 homes sold in the last year, so three uh, in the last 365 days, so three homes listed for sale, 3.27 months. If you have less than four months' worth of inventory, it's seller's market, which means this neighborhood is getting to the high end of the seller's market. might even get into the balance market. If it had another listing, it would be balanced. Four and five months' worth of inventory is a balanced market. Over five months' worth of inventory is a buyer's market. The elementary school is Northwood. Middle school is Haynes Bridge. High school is Centennial High School. 275-ish plus or minus homes in the neighborhood. Those homes sold for an average price in 2011 of 113994 Compare that to the 359263 average sales price set in 2022. And we know that homeowners have increased equity in that neighborhood, $63,203, which means those 275-ish homeowners have $68 million almost in additional equity that they did not have before. Very exciting. If you are the type of parent that doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio is the only place you can get one. And you can go to gogaddisradio.com. You can look for school chimp, put in a little bit more, a little bit of information about the school that you would like. And you can either compare one school to another, public high school, or you can compare one high school to the average of all high schools in Metro Atlanta. However, you want to do that is fine. We protect your information, we don't sell your information. It gives you proprietary reporting it gives you a rating on the school from us on a scale of 20 up to 100 uh, something in the 90s or 100 is an a and then 80s or b 70s or c you get the way it works and it will also give you demographic information what's the average age of a house in that school district what percentage of homes are occupied by renters what percentage of homes are occupied by homeowners what's the average educational attainment in the area household income and then it gives you all the real estate data average sales prices Average days on the market, the size for the average size of a home sold in the neighborhood, you can see those go up and down. Uh, and then the total size of the market, so you can see just how robust, robust and healthy the market is in that particular school district. So if you don't want to monkey around with your kids' education or the school's effect on home values, a school chip report is the way to do it. If you're looking to buy a home and you feel like you are not seeing all of the listings that you are supposed to see that other people are finding homes before you and moving forward, then you might need to change where you search. And my encouragement to you is to search suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. We pull listings from both listing services in Metro Atlanta, the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service. In some cases, uh, websites online only pull from one or the other, not both. And so you are missing some listings. And what is so interesting is if you use our site, you're going to find all of the listings available in Metro Atlanta. And you are going to keep yourself from losing out on a home that somebody else knows about that you don't know anything about. Are you worried that if you jump into the market now and take advantage of the increase in supply of homes that you might have buyer's remorse that you might wish you hadn't? Jackson in Noonan says, we're trying to decide on whether or not to jump back into the home buying market. We hear you talk about increasing inventory, but we are still unsure if now is the right time. And I believe that now is a good time. 
Um, my suggestion for you, Jackson, if you're worried about, hey, is now a good time because of the increase in interest rates, my suggestion for you is you need to find out about our interest rate offset system. In today's market, it's very possible for you to save almost as much additional interest as you'll pay in the next five or seven years off the price of the house or through concessions. It's really an exciting time. And so if you want to learn more about the interest rate offset, 770-497-0000 is the number to call. If you're thinking about buying a home, a lot of factors should be on your mind. But the reality is higher mortgage rates might be slowing you down. And we believe as housing inventory increases, it is a great time to buy a home. We don't believe that home values are going to go backwards because we believe that we have inadequate supply. We don't have as many housing units as we need in the United States of America, and that is going to keep positive pressure on pricing. We also believe that we're not going to have a mortgage meltdown like we had before because credit standards are so much stronger and people have lots and lots of equity. So my suggestion for you, Jackson, is take advantage of the interest rate offset program, 770497 Zero 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 is the number to call. Did the dinosaur-like spiders disgust you last summer? Do you have concerns of an invasion again this year? We got a listener question. This is Diana in Lawrenceville. Last year, you did a segment on the Joro spiders, those dinosaur-like things hanging from the trees. Are they still invading Georgia? And the answer is yep. Joro spiders are showing up in other parts of the U.S. after first being found in northern Georgia in 2014. There's a good chance the residents in parts of Georgia and South Carolina are again seeing the large yellow spiders in their neighborhoods these days. I have not seen any in my yard yet, but I saw a bunch of them. I mean six or eight or ten um, webs in the yard, seemingly migrating outside of Georgia and here to stay in the U.S. One of One report from a professor at Clemson University says the spiders are non-native species found first in northern Georgia in 2014. As we said, they're now showing up in more places that include regions in South Carolina and counties in Georgia. I guess that's our way of giving a gift to South Carolina, <laughs> sending them our Joro spiders. Joro spider eggs hatch in late spring, and juvenile spiders can be seen beginning in early May, making webs on practically anything from homes, decks, porches, and plants. Most of mine were up in the trees, and they were significant. They were big. These webs and spiders reportedly will get progressively larger until about September when large adult females are very noticeable due to their bright coloration. Males are much smaller, drab brown in color, and can often be seen in the webs along with the females. The spiders can be nearly three inches across. A 2021 report from the University of Georgia says Joro spiders have been found in 23 Georgia counties and in South Carolina. They're venomous with a bite comparable to a bee sting, but are considered more of a nuisance than anything else. Originally from East Asia, they are vulnerable to insecticides. If one is killed, more are likely to move into the area without a known preventative measure to keep them away. Biologists say they are concerned that the Joro spider could displace native spiders, but they don't know yet what the impact they will have on animal life. I am not a huge fan of spiders, not regular spiders or Joro spiders. The only thing I think I like less than spiders is snakes. I don't know if I should admit that on the air. Somebody will probably send me a snake as a gift. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, we want you to have confidence. Take advantage of our seller confidence plan where we walk you through all of the four or five ways to sell a home. 770-497-0000 is the number to call. You've been listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all that worry that's typical 
with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. We'll be back next Saturday right here on AM 920, The Answer at 9 a.m. And we look forward to talking to you then, Atlanta. Have a great week.